podcast you are about to listen to will contain detailed plot spoilers. If you do not wish to have the movie ruined for you, I recommend turning the podcast off now. Also, the podcast will contain graphic and explicit language. If you don't think your ears can handle it, turn the podcast off and go change your tampon. You have been warned. Welcome to the Movie Pit Podcast, presented by RMJ Media. Season screaming kitties, welcome back to the Movie Pit Podcast. I'm your host, Boozer, the master of movie mirth and the sultan of cinematic satire. Today we're unwrapping a Christmas horror gift that's more unexpected than finding out your grandma has a secret rap career. Better watch out. Directed by Chris Peckover and featuring a cast that's more rebellious than Rudolph with a nose piercing, including Olivia Dejange, Levi Miller, and Darcy Montgomery, because nothing says Christmas like a sprinkle of Stranger Things, right? Now, the plot of Better Watch Out is like a Yuletide roller coaster with more twists and a tangled string of Christmas lights. Picture this. Luke, played by Levi Miller, decides he's had enough of sugar plunts with dancing in his head and orchestrates a holiday plan more devious than a cat plotting world domination. But hold on to your gingerbread cookies because things get crazier than Uncle Bob after one too many eggnogs. I believe the film was shot down down under in Australia, probably to escape the prying eyes of South Carolina, and on a budget that's tighter than Santa suit after a few too many milk and cookies. Why the location switch? Well, apparently, the director's mommy is an Aussie, and a generous producer waved a few million dollars in his face saying, would you like to make a movie? Now, speaking of critics, you know those folks that like to critique films uh, not too different from the person that you're listening to? Better Watch Out has its fair share of admirers, but we'll save that for a little later. For now, let's dive into the holiday mayhem and see if the film is a Christmas miracle or just a lump of coal. So why is Better Watch Out worth the festive watch? Well, for starters, it's like Home Alone's rebellious teenage cousin who decides pranks weren't good enough and decides to crank the chaos up to 11. There's a blend of humor and horror that's more twisted than a candy cane left in the sun too long. The characters in this film are very entertaining. Luke, played by Levi Miller, is the puppet master of chaos, pulling the strings with the finesse of a festive ninja. And let's not forget Olivia Dejange as Ashley, who navigates this holiday hellscape with the determination of someone trying to assemble Ikea furniture on Christmas morning. Now the holiday setting adds an extra layer of irony to the horror, Christmas-like flicker ominously, and the festive decor becomes a backdrop for the sinister game. It's kind of like turning your grandmother's cozy holiday home into a haunted gingerbread house. And the humor. It's not your typical ho-ho-ho humor, it's more of a wicked cackle. Uh, The script doesn't just wink at the audience, it gives them a playful slap on the cheek. The dialogue is as sharp as a candy cane shiv, and the comedic timing is more precise than Santa Claus's GPS system. Before we unravel the rest of the cinematic present, let's take a brief pause and savor 
a little bit of the trailer, or in this case, the entirety of the trailer, where screams dance with sleigh bells and chaos sports a Santa hat. Afterwards, we'll peel back the festive wrapping paper on Better Watch Out and see if it's a holiday whore gem or just another or ornament on the twisted Christmas tree of cinema. Buckle up, the sleigh ride is about to get bumpy. Want to put her in the mood? Watch your horror movie. Dude, she's like twice our age. I really don't think it's going to happen. She's here. You are breathtaking. <laughs> Thank you. Now, don't stay up and watch scary movies, okay? It'll give you nightmares again. So, what do you want to do? Ricky, why can't you just leave me alone? He's such a jerk. Don't hang up on me. What was that? What the fuck? Oh my god. Get away from the window. There's someone there. Ashley! Are you hiding? I'll find you. Don't worry, I'll protect you. Unexpected. 
Then comes the pivotal moment. Strange happenings outside that put both Ashley and the audience on edge. The film skillfully plays with the classic horror trope of something lurking in the shadows, keeping us guessing about what might be lurking beyond the Christmas lights. The tension builds subtly, setting the stage for the big reveal. Enter Garrett, Luke's best friend who seemingly arrives to alleviate the building unease. It's a classic horror misdirection and Better Watch Out executes it with finesse. You almost, you can almost hear the collective sigh of relief until a window breaks upstairs. Cue the ominous discovery of a brick inscribed with a chilling message that says, you leave and you die. The escalation from teenage flirtation to ominous warning is swift and effective, propelling the narrative into a darker realm. It's a masterstroke in the building suspense, teasing the audience with a promise of something far more sinister than a typical babysitter in peril scenario. As the trio investigates the unexpected happenings, Garrett, in a panic, bolts out the back door only to meet an apparent demise at the hands of an unknown shooter. The sudden, shocking twist catapults the movie into full-blown horror territory, subverting expectations and leaving the audience both stunned and intrigued. What makes this scene particularly compelling is its ability to seamlessly weave together elements of horror, humored, and teenage awkwardness. The characters are not mere caricatures, they're relatable and flawed, navigating the complexities of adolescence against the backdrops of a holiday-turned nightmare. Better Watch Out succeeds in luring us into a false sense of security before yanking the rug out from under our expectations. It's a roller coaster of emotions, and as fans of the movie, movie. I appreciate the careful balance between genuine scares and dark humor that makes this holiday horror flick a delightful and twisted gift to unwrap. In the attic of suspense and teenage mischief, Better Watch Out takes its audience on a roller coaster ride that starts shocks and twists only to plunge into a chilling abyss of psychological horror. The next scene begins with the aftermath of the startling events leaving us on the edge of our seats as Ashley and Luke seek refuge from the masked intruder. The tension escalates as Ashley and Luke, now in the attic, grapple with the realization that danger lurks within the supposedly safe confines of Luke's home. The film plays with our expectations, delivering heart-pounding moments that oscillate between terror and relief. Just when you think Ashley is safe, a precarious fall threatens to shatter the illusion of sanctuary, showcasing the film's knack for keeping the audience on the precarious edge, as it were. The near accident in the attic serves not only as a pulse-quickening moment, but also as a prelude to the psychological twist that unfolds. It hints at the fragility of safety, foreshadowing the precarious nature of character's predicaments, um, the physical danger becomes a metaphor for the emotional and psychological peril that lies ahead. As the duo seek refuge in Luke's room and hides in the closet, the suspense tightens like a coiled spring. The masked intruder, armed with a shotgun, makes a chilling entrance, and the audience is left breathless, caught between the fear of the unknown and the anticipation of a startling revelation. This pivotal moment arrives when Ashley, displaying a mix of courage and suspicion, demands that the masked figure unveil their identity. The unmasking reveals none other than Garrett, Luke's supposed casualty from earlier. 
This twist is a masterstroke in psychological horror, leaving the audience questioning the sanity of the characters and the reliability of their perceptions. Ashley's recognition of the mask as one of Luke's adds a layer of complexity to the story. The film skillfully blurs the lines between reality and deception, showcasing the manipulative undercurrents at play. Luke's motive, revealed as an attempt to scare Ashley and stage a heroic rescue, transforms the scene into a psychological battleground where the true horror lies in the unraveling of the characters' minds. As Ashley confronts Luke, her anger becomes a cathartic release, mirroring the audience's own sense of betrayal. The dialogue becomes a verbal sparring match, revealing the underlining tensions that have simmered beneath the surface. The film doesn't shy away from the darker aspects of human behavior, exploring the thin line between youthful fantasies and disturbing realities. The scene takes a jarring turn when Luke, in a moment of impulse rage, slaps Ashley, causing her to tumble down the stairs and be knocked unconscious. This shocking act serves as a narrative earthquake, shattering any semblance of control or predictability. It's a stark reminder that Better Watch Out isn't just a holiday horror film, it's a psychological thriller that delves into the depths of disturbed minds. The complexity of emotions in this scene is a testament to the film's ability to subvert expectations. From suspenseful thrills to psychological twists, Better Watch Out keeps its audience engaged by defying genre conventions. In the unhinged tapestry of Better Watch Out, the scene where Luke takes his malevolent game to a new level involving Ashley and her boyfriend Ricky is a chilling descent into psychological torment and raw suspense. This moment epitomizes the film's ability to blend horror with a twisted sense of humor, leaving the audience both disturbed and captivated. The atmosphere is thick with tension as Luke, armed with duct tape and a sinister agenda, binds Ashley and coerces her into a game of truth or dare. The use of duct tape becomes a visual metaphor for the suffocating control Luke exerts over Ashley, heightening the stakes of a seemingly innocuous party game, if you will. The holiday setting, typically associated with warmth and joy, is now tainted by the cold grip of fear. As Ashley reluctantly engages in the twisted game, the psychological horror intensifies. The power dynamic between Luke and Ashley takes center stage, with the former reveling in his perceived dominance. The film dives into the disturbing psyche of a teenager pushed to extremes, blurring the lines between the macabre and the adolescent. The entry of Ricky, Ashley's boyfriend, adds a new layer of complexity to the unfolding nightmare. His genuine concern and confusion amplify the sense of foreboding. The audience is now caught in a web of uncertainty, unsure of Ricky's fate in the house, where every corner hides a potential threat. The failed attempt to knock Ricky out injects an unexpected dose of dark humor, momentarily alleviating the tension before plunging back into the abyss. The film skillfully plays with the audience's emotions, keeping them teetering on the edge between horror and macabre amusement. The sudden appearance of Garrett wielding a shotgun raises the stakes to a life and death level. The introduction of a lethal weapon amplifies the dread, pushing the scene into a realm where the consequences become all too real. Ricky's near-fatal response to the threat highlights the fragility 
of the characters and the perilous unpredictability of the situation. Luke's calculated move to incapacitate Ricky adds a layer of ruthlessness to his character. The film portrays him not just as a misguided teenager, but as a genuinely menacing force. The escalation from a teenage prank to a life-threatening situation underscores the dark transformation of what initially seemed like a harmless holiday prank. The tying up of Ricky besides Ashley solidifies the nightmarish tableau. The characters are now physically and metaphorically bound, their fates entwined as a sinister game orchestrated by a disturbed mind. The film explores the depths of human depravity and the consequences of unchecked malevolence, all within the festive trappings of Christmas. In the dark tapestry of Better Watch Out, the scene where Ashley turns the tables on Luke's sadistic game while the echoes of Home Alone reverberate is a masterclass in tension, horror, and the disconcerting blend of the macabre and the familiar. This sequence showcases the film's ability to subvert expectations, leaving the audience on the edge of their seat, like I said, and as they navigate the grim landscape of teenage mischief turned deadly. The scene unfolds with Ashley ingeniously using a shard of glass to free herself from Luke's sadistic bindings. This moment is a testament to Ashley's resourcefulness and resilience in the face of imminent danger. The tension is palpable as she maneuvers through her precarious situation, setting the stage for a dramatic reversal of power dynamics. Simultaneously, Luke, in a warped homage to the iconic paint scene from Home Alone, attempts to demonstrate the consequences of a swinging paint can on an unsuspecting victim. This darkly humorous nod to the classic family film adds a layer of irony and commentary on a distorted perceptions of violence in popular media. Luke's choice of Ricky as the unwitting participant not only deepens the horror but underscores the callousness of his actions. The missed swing on the first attempt adds a surprising twist, injecting the element of unpredictability into the scene. In a moment where the audience, conditioned by cinematic tropes, expects a swift and clean demonstration only to be thwarted by the unexpected, this deviation from the anticipated outcome heightens the sense of chaos and instability, keeping the audience on edge. As Ashley cuts herself free and seizes control of the situation, the power dynamic shifts dramatically. The shard of glass becomes a symbol of her empowerment, a tool for breaking free from the bonds of victimhood. The scene morphs into a psychological battleground where survival instincts clash with the twisted desires of a disturbed mind. The introduction of a gun escalates the stakes to a lethal level. Ashley's threat, now armed with a firearm, is a moment of poetic justice as she turns the tables on her tormentor. The film explores the theme of empowerment and retribution, subverting the traditional victim narrative and challenging the audience's expectations. However, the narrative takes a sinister turn as Luke, desperate to regain control, releases the swinging paint can. The impact is devastating, resulting in the shocking death of Ricky. This moment is a gut-wrenching reminder of the film's capacity to defy genre conventions and deliver heart-stopping twists. The collision of horror and tragedy resonates as the consequences of the character's actions become chillingly real. Ashley's realization that the gun is empty adds another layer of tension and horror. The fleeting moment of empowerment crumbles, leaving her vulnerable once again. 
This revelation showcases the film's knack for subverting moments of triumph, plunging the characters into a pit of despair just when the audience dares to hope for a reprieve. The final blow comes as Ashley, attempting to escape to a group of carolers outside, is thwarted by Luke using the brick tossed through the upstairs window. The abrupt halt to her escape plan is a cruel twist, highlighting the relentless nature of the psychological horror at play. The scene concludes with Ashley knocked out once more, leaving the audience in a state of shock and anticipation. In the cinematic crescendo of Better Watch Out, the film plunges into the abyss of depravity and cruelty, leaving the audience both horrified and spellbound. This scene, a disturbing use of manipulation and violence orchestrated by the twisted mind of Luke, shatters any lingering illusions of holiday cheer and delves into the darkest corners of human malevolence. The macabre puppetry begins as Luke, with a cold and calculated demeanor, deceives Ashley's ex-boyfriend, Jeremy. The act of convincing Jeremy to write an apology letter becomes a sinister prelude to a nightmarish tableau. The manipulation of emotions is palpable as Luke exploits the vulnerability of an ex-relationship, turning a simple apology into a tool for a heinous crime. The chilling escalation reaches its apex as Jeremy, unknowingly ensnared in Luke's web, becomes the unwitting victim. The visual juxtaposition of the seemingly innocuous act of writing a letter against the backdrop of Jeremy being hanged from a tree is a stark contrast that heightens the impacts of the scene. The film ingeniously utilizes this irony to evoke shock and disquiet in the audience. Garrett's wavering allegiance introduces a glimmer of hope in the character, a potential savior amid the chaos. His change of heart and attempts to free Ashley introduce a fleeting moment of resistance against the unfolding horror. However, Luke's ruthless brutality extinguishes this spark of redemption as Garrett falls victim to the same malevolence he initially participated in. The film navigates the thin line between complicity and repentance, painting a bleak picture of the character's moral descent. The turning point is Luke's stabbing of Ashley, a visceral and gut-wrenching act that transcends the boundaries of conventional horror. The violence is not gratuitous, but serves as a visceral expression of the depths of Luke's malevolence. The staging of the scene to frame Jeremy adds another layer of psychological horror, portraying Luke as the puppet master manipulating reality to fit his own sinister narrative. Ashley's survival, marked by her resourcefulness in using duct tape to staunch the bleeding from her neck wound, is a flicker of resilience in the dark narrative. It challenges the typical victim narrative, offering a glimmer of hope in the face of seemingly insurmountable odds. The juxtaposition of survival against the backdrop of orchestrated violence adds a layer of complexity to Ashley's character and the film's exploration of trauma. The climax concludes with a macabre tableau as Luke, seemingly victorious, goes to bed awaiting the return of his parents. The detachment for the brutality he orchestrated is chilling, portraying Luke as a remorseless antagonist. The impending involvement of the police signaled by the parents' actions adds a layer of impending justice, setting the stage for the film's resolution. The final shot of Ashley defiantly giving Luke the finger before being wheeled into the ambulance is a poignant moment of resilience. It's a visceral assertion of resilience in the face of unspeakable horror, offering a glimmer of triumph against the darkness that 
has pervaded the narrative. As we pause to reflect on the harrowing depths explored in this scene, let's take a brief break. When we return, we will dissect further into the layers of horror, manipulation, and psychological intricacies that make Better Watch Out a chilling and thought-provoking entry into the holiday horror genre. Stay with us as we unravel the threads of this dark tapestry. Remember Aunt Hilda? She helped make your first party dress. American Greetings wonders who you forgot to remember this year. What better time to say hello than Christmas? With friendly faces like Ziggy, Strawberry Shortcake, Holly Hobby. They're on American Greetings cards, gift wrap, party goods. Ziggy! American Greetings, the right card for that special person. In the chilling holiday horror landscape of Better Watch Out, the ensemble cast delivers performances that leave an indelible mark on the minds of audiences. Let's delve into the nuanced and captivating portrayals of each actor exploring their characters in this film and drawing some comparisons to some of their other notable roles. Olivia Dejange takes on the role of Ashley, the resourceful and resilient protagonist navigating a nightmarish babysitting ordeal. Donja's performance is a tour de force, capturing the essence of a teenager thrust into a horrifying situation. Her ability to convey vulnerability, fear, and eventual defiance adds depth to the character. Her previous notable role in The Visit showcased her talent in the horror genre, but Ashley stands out as a more multifaceted character. The emotional range she brings to the role elevates the tension and engages the audience on a visceral level. Levi Miller, portraying the disturbed teenager Luke Lerner, delivers a performance that oscillates between charming and menacing. Miller's ability to embody the duality of Luke's character is commendable. In comparison to his breakout role as Peter Pan in the film Pan, Miller showcases his versatility by stepping into a much darker and much more complex character. Luke is a far cry from the whimsical hero of Neverland, and Miller's portrayal establishes him as an actor capable of navigating both the light and shadowy realms of storytelling. At Oxenbold, who takes on the role of Garrett, Luke's initially complicit best friend, contributes a performance that adds layers to the narrative. Oxenbold's ability to convey a mix of fear, guilt, and eventual redemption makes Garrett a pivotal character in the unfolding horror of Better Watch Out. In comparison to his role in The Visit, where he played Tyler, Oxenbold's performance in Better Watch Out exhibits a more pronounced evolution showcasing his ability to tackle diverse character arcs within the horror genre. Alex Michik, portraying Ricky, adds a touch of teenage rebellion to the ensemble. Despite a, a limited screen time in this film, he infuses Ricky with a charismatic energy that contrasts with the darker elements of the narrative. While his role in Better Watch Out might not be as extensive as some of his other works, his ability to leave a lasting impression with a supporting character speaks to his skills making the most of his on-screen presence. Decree Montgomery steps into the role of Jeremy, Ashley's ex-boyfriend, delivering a performance that blurs the lines between sympathy and suspicion. Known for his breakout role as Billy in Stranger Things, Montgomery brings a charismatic intensity to Jeremy. 
In comparison to his earlier work, Montgomery's portrayal in Better Watch Out showcases his range, allowing him to explore different facets of his acting capabilities beyond the charismatic antagonist archetype. Patrick Warburton takes on the role of Robert Lerner, Luke's father, contributing a performance that adds an element of suburban normalcy to the film. Warburton, known for his distinctive voice and comedic roles, brings a different flavor to his character in this horror setting. His performance in Better Watch Out is a departure from some of his more lighthearted roles, demonstrating his adaptability across genre. Virginia Matson embodies the character of Deandra Lerner, Luke's mother. Matson, renowned for her diverse career, including her impactful role in the horror classic Candyman, seamlessly transitions into the horror genre once again. Her portrayal in Better Watch Out showcases a different facet of her acting prowess, combining maternal warmth with unsuspecting naivety. Madsen's ability to navigate both dramatic and horror genres underscores her versatility as an actress, enriching the family dynamics within the film and contributing to its overall unsettling atmosphere. As, fan, as a fan of her extensive body of work, witnessing Madsen in a role that blends genres highlights her enduring impact on the cinematic landscape. In conclusion, the ensemble cast of Better Watch Out demonstrates a collective commitment to bringing depth and authenticity to their characters. Each actor contributes to the film's immersive and unsettling atmosphere, creating a memorable horror experience. The comparisons to their previous roles underscore their versatility, showcasing their ability to navigate diverse genres and character dynamics. As a, like I said, as a fan of all these actors, I can appreciate how their performances in Better Watch Out contribute to the film's status as a standout entry in the holiday horror genre. Now let's take a brief break and when we return, we'll continue dissecting the layers of horror, suspense, and unique blend of genres that make Better Watch Out a captivating and thought-provoking cinematic experience. Stay tuned. So you think Santa will like these red and green M&Ms? I don't know. I never met the guy. <laughs> he does exist. They do exist. Oh. Uh, Santa? In the realm of holiday horror, Chris Peckover stands as the maestro behind the lens, orchestrating the sinister symphony that is Better Watch Out. His directorial prowess is evident in the seamless fusion of suspense, horror, and dark humor that defines this film. His vision brings to life the chilling atmosphere of a suburban Christmas turned fucking nightmare. And his keen understanding of genre dynamics allows him to navigate the delicate balance between festive cheer and spine-tingling terror. Peckover's directorial choices play a pivotal role in the capturing the elements of horror within the film. The use of lighting and cinematography creates an atmosphere of dread, leveraging the contrast between holiday decorations and the unfolding malevolence. His skillful pacing builds tension gradually, keeping the audience on the edge of their seats. The choice of framing and camera angles intensify the psychological impact, allowing the horror to unfold in both unexpected ways, but we'll touch on that more when we talk about the cinematography. 
His previous work include Undocumented from 2010 and Safe Neighborhood 2016, showcasing his affinity for the horror genre. Better Watch Out, however, represents a distinctive achievement in his filmography, in my opinion, as it masterfully blends holiday festivities with the visceral fear that permeates the story. His direction contributes significantly to the film's lasting impact over the years, making it a standout entry in holiday horror canon. The collaborative efforts of Peckover and Zach Kahn in crafting the screenplay for Better Watch Out lay the foundation for the film's twisted narrative. The synergy between these two talents results in a script that weaves together elements of horror suspense and dark humor with seamless precision. The screenplay becomes the blueprint for the unsettling events that unfold on screen, a dance between the unexpected and the expected. Khan's storytelling prowess is evident in the narrative structure and character dynamics. His previous work includes Mad, showcasing his ability to navigate psychological themes within the horror genre. Paired with Peckover's directorial vision, Khan's contributions to the screenplay elevate Better Watch Out beyond a conventional holiday horror flick, infusing it with a narrative complexity that lingers in the minds of the audience. As collaborators, Khan and Peckover create a synergy that propels the story forward, utilizing each other's strengths to craft a narrative that subverts all everybody's expectations. The dialogue, the character motivations, and plot twists come together to form a cohesive whole. With Khan's storytelling sensibilities complementing Peckover's directorial finesse. At the core of Better Watch Out's narrative is the inventive mind of Khan, who shapes the story with a keen understanding of horror tropes and willingness to subvert them. The story becomes a playground for Khan's exploration of psychological horror, delving into the disturbed minds of its teenage characters and unraveling a tale that challenges traditional genre conventions. Khan's creative process in conceiving the story involves a delicate dance between holiday cheer and visceral horror. The choice to set the film during Christmas adds a layer of irony as the festive backdrop becomes the canvas for a nightmarish event. The themes of manipulation, deception, and the thin lines between teenage fantasies and disturbing realities are meticulously weaved together into the story's fabric. Better Watch Out, with its unique blend of holiday cheer and unrelenting horror, has firmly established self, itself as a classic in the holiday horror genre. The film's enduring appeal lies in its ability to sub subvert expectations, as I've mentioned, while embracing the thematic elements synonymous with the season. For genre fans, it has become a must-watch during the festive season, joining the ranks of other holiday horror classics. The success of Better Watch Out as a classic holiday horror film can be attributed to the careful balance struck between its direction, storytelling, and the collaborative efforts of the entire cast and crew. The film doesn't merely rely on jump scares and traditional horror tropes, it delves into the psyche of its characters, explores taboo themes, and challenges the audience's perception of what a holiday horror film can be. In crafting a film that genre fans will revisit for years to come, the creative team behind Better Watch Out understood the importance of originality within a familiar setting. The film's legacy is anchored in its ability to tap into the universal themes of the holiday season, joy, family, and tradition, 
while subverting them with a dark and thrilling underlining story. As for the visuals of Better Watch Out, Carl Robertson's cinematography emerges as a crucial element contributing to the film's eerie ambiance and heightening the impact of its horror sequences. Robertson's keen eye for framing, lighting, and composition creates a visual language that mirrors the psychological tension at the heart of the story. One of the standout aspects of Robertson's cinematography is his adept use of lighting to convey mood and atmosphere. In a film that revolves around the interplay of holiday cheer and impending doom, the contrast between warm festive lighting and shadows amplifies a, the disquiet disquieting elements. The juxtaposition of brightly lit Christmas decorations against the encroaching darkness becomes a visual menace, metaphor for the sinister undercurrents lurking beneath the surface. The film's suspense is elevated through Robertson's skillful framing and shot composition. The choice of angles, whether it's capturing the character's expressions in a moment of dread or strategically framing the unfolding events immerses the audiences in uns in the unsettling storyline. Uh, Robertson's use of space within the Lerner household becomes a psychological uh, battleground, if you were, heightening the impact of each twist and turn. The visual motifs in this film are elevated by Robertson's undergoing of genre conventions. The film pays homage to classic horror tropes while injecting a fresh perspective, and Robertson's cinematography seamlessly weaves these elements into a cohesive visual. From the suspenseful attic, se attic se sequences to the chilling home invasion moments, every frame is meticulously crafted to elicit a visceral response from the audience. Julianne de Ruvo's editing prowess is a linchpin in the structure of Better Watch Out, weaving together the various elements of horror suspense and dark humor into this, this seamless final product. The pacing of the film is a testament to her skill in building tension gradually, creating an ebb and flow that, that keeps the audience on the edge of their seats through the entirety of the film. One of the notable achievements in her editing is the precision in timing, particularly during the film's more intense and shocking moments, the seamless transitions between scenes, and the well-timed cuts contribute to the film's overall sense of suspense. The editing becomes a dance between revelation and uh, yeah, revelation and concealment, allowing the story to unfold in a manner that keeps the audience always guessing. In a film that navigates the thin line between horror and dark comedy, the editing strikes a delicate balance. The comedic beats land with precision, providing moments of relief amid the escalating tension. The pacing ensures that the story unfolds with a rhythm that enhances both the horror and the unexpected twists. Her collaboration with director Chris Peckover is evident in the cohesion between the visual and the narrative elements. The editing serves as a storytelling tool, shaping the audience's perception of time and space within the confines of the learner household. It becomes a crucial component in the film's ability to subvert genre expectations while maintaining a sense of fluidity. Brian Kashia's musical composition is a haunting and integral layer that enhances the film's atmosphere and emotional impact. 
from the ominous tones that accompany moments of suspense to the unsettling crescendos during the more intense scenes. The score becomes a character in its own right, guiding the audience through the chilling events that as they unfold. One of the strengths of his musical contribution is its ability to evoke a range of emotions. The festive motifs interspersed with dissonant undertones mirror the juxtaposition of holiday cheer and impending horror within the film. The score becomes a sonic representation of the film's thematic complexity, enhancing the viewer's emotional engagement. His collaboration with the filmmakers is evident in symbiotic, in the symbiotic relationship between the music and the visual narrative. The score enhances the impact of key moments, amplifying in the suspense and terror without overpowering the on-screen action. The carefully crafted musical cues become a vital element in the overall storytelling, guiding the audience's emotional response. Collectively, the contribution of all these previously mentioned uh, people that worked on this film, they are the backbone of Better Watch Out astounding excellence. The synergy between these creative elements elevates the film beyond the conventional boundaries of holiday horror, establishing it as a standout entry. As we continue our exploration of the elements that make Better Watch Out a standout holiday horror film, it's evident that the meticulous craftsmanship of the cinematography, editing, and music has played a pivotal role in its enduring impact. So let's take a moment to absorb the nuances of this creative contributions, and when we return, we'll unravel the final layer of this chilling and thought-provoking cinematic gem. Stay with us as we continue and wrap this up. We walk out of here. What's the first thing you're gonna do? Go out and get myself a mug of hot chocolate. A piece of pecan pie. All right. He was a reformed ex-con who wanted to start a new life. You, Ashley? I've been dreaming about that smile for so long. She was the girl of his dreams. When I read what you wrote to me, I said, here's a guy they say is a criminal, but he's not. When I get back in that room, you better be wearing nothing but a candy cane. Welcome home, Candy. Hey, sis. But between them and happiness... What do you want from me? I read your letters, convict. He knows you worked at that casino. ...stands a team of criminals who wanted to take down the state's richest casino. This is my luck. Finally meet a boy that I'm crazy about, and uh, my brother wants some worse than I do. You want to hear about some job of mine? I want some hot chocolate and some pecan pie. Let's start talking. I can really go for some onion rings. <laughs> what started out as love... Do you remember all those letters you wrote me about me and you against the whole world? We can have it all if you just give him what he wants. Could end up in murder. What did you think's gonna happen? This thing's gonna be over? He's just gonna let me go? He's gonna shoot me in the back of the head like this? You're gonna give me a disguise. You're sending me into an Indian casino dressed like a cowboy. It was that or a ballerina. Hey. He was talking to the managers like that! Something tells me you're not being totally honest with me. Rule one, never put a car seat behind the wheel! Ben Affleck, Gary Sinise, Charlie Theron. In the new thriller from John Frankenheimer. Ow. Wow. Reindeer Gang. 
Well, dear listeners, as we wrap up this episode of the Movie Pit Podcast, it's time to delve into the critical reception of Better Watch Out and share some personal reflections on this chilling holiday horror show. The critical consensus as gathered from Rotten Tomatoes and Metacritic paints a fascinating picture of the film's reception with an impressive 89% approval rating on Rotten Tomatoes and a generally favorable score of 67 on Metacritic. It's evident that Better Watch Out struck a chord with many critics. The critical consensus on Rotten Tomatoes aptly acknowledges the film's charm, describing it as describing it as an adorably sinister holiday horror film. This sentiment echoes the sentiments of many genre enthusiasts who found delight in the film's unique blend of holiday cheer and macabre thrills. However, the However, the critical landscape is diverse, as exemplified by varied reviews from individual critics. Luke Buckmaster of The Guardian awards the film four out of five stars, praising the deranged mind games and faultless performances that characterize this Christmas horror tale. On the other hand, Bill Goodynutes of of AZ Central says that it has uniformly good, uniformly good performances, categorizing Better Watch Out as a treat for fans of twisted, unhinged horror, assigning it as a rating of three and a half out of five. As with any piece of art, opinions diverge, and Simon Abrams of robertebert.com stands out on the other end of the spectrum, labeling the film as an infuriating sit and expressing disappointment in the pragmatic elements. Abrams assigns this film a rating of one out of four, emphasizing a perceived trade-off of cliches in the storytelling. Now for my personal take on Better Watch Out, I find myself lining with the majority of critics who appreciated the film's inventive narrative, charismatic cast, and skillful interplay of horror and humor. Hence, my personal rating for this film is an eight and a half out of 10. It's a film that deftly subverts expectations while maintaining a playful yet sinister atmosphere throughout. I wholeheartedly recommend it to all our listeners, especially those seeking a holiday horror experience that is both gripping and entertaining. What sets Better Watch Out apart is its ability to deliver suspense and thrills without relying on excessive graphic content. This makes it accessible to a much broader audience, including those who may shy away from the more explicit horror offerings. So even our younger listeners can partake in this holiday horror festivities without fear of graphic overload. As we conclude this episode, I'd like to extend a harsh heartfelt thank you to all our listeners for tuning in your support means the world to me and we hope that you've enjoyed our deep dive into the dark corners of better watch out if you have thoughts opinions or recommendations feel free to reach out on our social media channels movie pit podcast on facebook and instagram or you can email us at moviepitpodcast at gmail.com before we bid adieu let me tantalize your horror loving hearts with a few recommendations for films akin to better watch out If you enjoyed the blend of holiday merriment and horror, consider exploring a few more of these. I would check out Rare Exports or check out some of the Silent Night, Deadly Night sequels. They're not fantastic, but they're a good time. For those seeking more psychological twists in a home invasion setting, try Funny Games might be a provocative choice and even uh, 
Knock Knock by Eli Roth. And of course, for a touch of the dark humor and suspense, Cabin in the Woods is a genre-defying gem, and I watch it many times a year. Join us again next week for another thrilling episode where we'll be sinking our fangs into the 2006 remake of Black Christmas. It promises to be a nostalgic journey into a different era of horror, and I cannot wait to share my thoughts with you. As we bid farewell, remember, the shadows hold mysteries, and as always, till next time, kitties. Thank you for listening to this, the Movie Pit Movie Review. We hope you have enjoyed your time. Come back to the Movie Pit Podcast each week for a new movie review podcast. by Ryan Boozer Johnson and Seth Chapman. The opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual hosts and may not reflect the views of RMJ Media Incorporated. See you next week.